Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Rough Stuff. Today, we are reading your stories. We're going through the mailbag, and uh, we're just having a good old-fashioned fun time of embarrassing ourselves for your entertainment. I am your host, Sarah Griffith, and this week, I watched an episode... I watched an episode of Star Wars. I watched The Phantom Menace, episode one of Star Wars, and Jar Jar Binks made me laugh out loud. He does that. It's not... It's not what you want to happen. It was funny. I haven't watched any of those since I was a kid. Uh, They're not good. Jar Jar Binks says something funny once. (laughs) (laughs) I laughed at him a whole bunch when I'm a kid, and that's going to come back to haunt me. Uh, Only 90s kids remember. Laughing at Jar Jar Binks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, this is me. I'm Bridget Greenberg. (laughs) Introduce yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. Make fun of me <laughs> yet. I haven't even said my thing. Uh, I am your co-host, Bridget Greenberg. And I, since I was a child um, and this song came out, every time I pee in the morning, the first time, uh, I sing to myself, the first pee is the deepest. I don't know why or when it, how it came into my head. but So like this morning. This morning, wake up in the morning, go to the bathroom. Just start singing that old Cheryl Crow song. I actually think it's a cover. Is it? Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I. But let's attribute it to Cheryl Crow. But what I'm Crow. referencing is the Cheryl Crow one. You know, the I, first. Well, not even the Cheryl Crow one. Hers is the first cut is the deepest. Yes, but yours is, is the, the first, first piece. Is the deepest. It makes no sense. But if yeah, you think deep, of, deep in the bowl. Like <laughs> I don't know. It just it felt right. Uh, that song probably came into my world when I was nine or something like something. that. Something. Something like that. And uh, I was like, you know what? This is my new bathroom morning song. I have a similar thing, um, except my mom used to wake us up in the morning by singing Good Morning, Good Morning from oh, yeah. Singing in the Rain. And like, that's what I think of when I wake up in the morning. But you, you nope. have something similar, but so different. It's very weird. <laughs> and it started almost immediately after I heard that song for the first time. And it has been going on for multiple decades now. Oh, Christ. It's my first thought every morning. <laughs> Cheryl Crow is the first P is the deepest. Oh my God! I, I mean, I was gonna say, well, I can't listen to that song ever again. But you know what? I don't have any plans to. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> it's, it's not a song that I have to encounter. No, it's not a song I listen to either. No. It's not in my zeitgeist, and I forget about it. Yeah, all the time it's, it's until song, every morning. This is when you encounter the song. It's a song you hear in the waiting room of a doctor's office. Yes. And then while you're in the room waiting for the doctor to like see yeah. you, you're thinking about it. And here's the thing. Now, whenever it comes up, when I'm like walking around to CVS or whatever. And, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly where it is. And it comes up. It's so corrupted in my brain now that I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. And immediately like Pavlovian response, I have to pee the minute I hear that song. Wow, that's so fascinating. I did it to myself. I tricked yeah. myself. I played myself. Uh, okay, well, I mean... Off to a great start. It happens. Because um, we wanted to... I wanted to make you all feel comfortable because you were nice enough fans to submit your stories to us. And uh, we're going to put you in the hot seat. Yeah. Now. And, I mean, in effect ourselves as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I'm sure we can one-up you. Okay, so I'm going to start this off with a bang bang okay i loved reading this story okay this is coming to us in our email roughstuffpot at gmail.com hit us up hit us up i mean yeah our emails are always open for your stories oh yeah please like 
Keep we, them rolling. We, ne- we never plugged the Gmail because this isn't like 1997, and like I don't. You can communicate with us different ways, but <laughs> but yeah, always open. We we like to. Well, hear. here's one. It's from okay. Nathan. Uh, hey, love the show. Thank you. Here's a story I'd like to see over the air. All right, get ready for this. <clears throat> when I was in first grade, when I was a first grader, this is great. Yeah. When I was a first grader, I had a schoolyard bully. We actually got along just fine when we were indoors, but for whatever reason, once we were outside, it was like a switch flipped and it was war. I was in a multi-age class, which mixed both first and second graders. My bully was a second grader who took karate lessons, and he liked to demonstrate those karate moves on me in front of girls he liked. So let's stop there. (laughs) How hard of a bully do you have to be before you're like, you know what, I need to take lessons on how to kick people's ass. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if those two go hand in hand like I don't I don't know if there's a cause and effect there or he just happened to take karate lessons I like to think that he wanted to be a bully and he was like but I need to get my fucking (laughs) shit together I need to learn the art I need to be at least a yellow belt I need to be a member of Cobra Kai (laughs) before I can bully all right one day as we were in line to head back inside after recess he came up behind me noticed I was wearing sweatpants and pulled them down in front of everyone including the cute blonde girl with Shirley Temple curls I had a crush on Mm. The kicker, I was wearing tidy whities with Pikachu on them. Oh, Pika Pika. (laughs) I'll never get their laughing faces out of my head. Wait, tidy whities with Pikachu. That's, you don't see tidy whities with designs on them very often. No, but if I found tidy whities with Pikachu on them in a store today, (laughs) I'd buy them motherfuckers. Hell yeah. yeah, Clear them off the shelf. Uh, They called me Pika Pants for what (laughs) seemed like an eternity. (laughs) But it was really like the rest of the afternoon. I was mortified. Credit word, Sue. Pretty good nickname. Great nickname. Pretty good nickname. I can't fault them for that. They win. (laughs) The next day at recess, he decided once again to try and flip me on my ass in front of the girl I liked. I, however, was so filled with fury and I decided I'd had enough. When he went to grab me, I gathered up all of my seven-year-old strength and punched him as hard as I could in the gut. My bully curled up on the ground and started crying, and I was stuck there looking at my fist the way Tobey Maguire looked at his hands when he started shooting webs out of them. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) We were were getting an email from the 90s. Um, I ran off before I got into trouble and assessed my situation. I thought to myself, this must be some sort of fluke. I have to test this out in a safe environment where I won't get in trouble. Your powers? (laughs) Yes. Of punching people? (laughs) Yes. I ran over to my friend Daniel, who was playing tag with some kids, and beckoned him over. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) He came up to me and said, hey, Nate. I said, hey, Daniel. And I, without warning, punched him in the gut as hard as I could. (laughs) Daniel also fell to the ground, curled up, and started to cry. Oh, my God, you have superpowers. I knew I wielded tremendous power. The following day at recess, my bully came back up to me and told me he was going to kick my ass for what I had done to him the day before. (laughs) Without a word, I simply punched him in the gut again. And once more, he fell to the ground and started crying. From that day on, he ceased to be my schoolyard bully and never bothered me again. Don't worry, Daniel and I remain Facebook friends to this day. Oh, that's good. That's good to hear. All stories have a happy ending. A great story. And you know, obviously, like, not cool, don't hit people. Right. Obviously. but sometimes, sometimes people get hit. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> don't bully people. Don't and bully don't, people. And don't hurt people. But if they're sometimes. bullying you, I'm, no, what? I'm not qualified to give advice here. Um, sometimes. I, I love the idea that punching is like a super, like. Well, oh. clearly he like leveled the fucking kid out. He was in yeah. karate and like one yeah. punch to the gut. Yeah, one punch, took man. Took him down. 
Uh, oh my god, literally One Punch Man. Are we yeah. getting an email from One Punch We're Man? We're getting, yeah, an email from One Punch Man. There uh, are like seven people listening to this. They're like, I can't believe they just referenced One Punch I've Man. I've never seen or Me read neither. One Punch Man. <laughs> <laughs> but I do know I what know it is. I know about it. <laughs> Uh, and the those, name gives a lot of it away. Yes. Well, and those seven people now are like, oh, fuck. They're going to recommend it to us on Twitter yeah, now. Yeah. Shit. Please. <laughs> We're getting Twitter recommendations. Please don't talk to me about Deep Cuts of One Punch Man. I have not seen it. And I <laughs> only know what it is from the title. Yes. Um, that's incredible. I I don't know if I've talked about this before. Um, You're One Punch Man? My, I am One Punch Man. Uh, no, I did a thing where... Um, I remember it was after watching the Fast and Furious movies for the first time. Oh, um, of course. Which was a, a pivotal moment in my life. <laughs> and uh, there's a fight scene in that that is very realistic in the first one where they are literally just like tussling on the ground. And um, I remember seeing, and then they like start throwing punches and I'm like, my brother and I fight like that. But we never punch. Maybe that's the key to winning this fight with my brother. Is oh, just, actually laying hands. Like actually punching and not just like <laughs> kind of wrestling or like fooling around or like whatever. And I just remember like the, so the next time I was like prepared to punch. Yeah. And so sure enough, it happens. He starts roughhousing with his little sister. And I'm like, now's my time. And I just wound up and I hit him square in the chest. I didn't, wasn't aiming for the chest, but that's where I got. And he got up and looked so offended and mad <laughs> that I did that. But to his credit, such a good dude. Um, just got real mad. I saw his face turn bright red. He wanted to kill me. Yes. But then just turned around and went to his room silently and never uh, spoke about it again. How old was he? Was this like oh, he, the age when boys start to develop emotions? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, uh, that does happen. Uh, it must have been around that. And then he was like, I can't hit her back, actually. Yeah, like, that's the shit of I can, it. like, toss her around, like, throw her to the ground or whatever, but I can't actually punch my little <laughs> sister. Yeah, you can't punch a girl, period. Yeah, yeah he But definitely that. not someone you're related to. He's a good person, and I'm a shitbag who punched him, and then <laughs> And I realized, like, oh, punching is bad. That's how I learned. But, yeah, like, I... He got real mad. I don't think I've ever punched anybody. I've punched two people. One is my brother. And then another time, a, a drunk uh, a friend guy that I knew was like, I want a black guy. I think it's cool. But I don't want a man to hit me. So, Bridget, you throw a punch. And you're like, okay, Tyler Durden, I yeah. will do this for you. Yeah, and I was <laughs> I will like... beat your ass and for I, you. Yeah, and I was like... You want me to punch you? And he's like, yes. And I was like, you want me to punch? I have your consent. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, yeah. And it was very confusing. So I was like, all right, man. And I wound up to punch him in the eye. And same aim issue. I hit him directly in the forehead. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, Did but, he, like, develop a bruise, like, square on the top of the head? He started bleeding. Bridget. He was bleeding from the forehead, and I, I don't know how that happened. Like, I must have hit him with my knuckle. I wasn't wearing rings or anything. I would be shocked if you were wearing a ring. ring yeah. Shocked. Yeah, and you take those off to punch, famously. Uh, <laughs> as you know. Um, of course. Yeah. I have, I have thrown a, a fake punch on, on the stage. On the stage. For the on the, the theater for the theater. stage and I mean, performance. I've been known to throw a punch once or twice. Not just like the fake dramatic slap. No, but I will say, if given the options, because I've never slapped somebody either, like full-blown, like open palm slap yeah. across the face. If given the choice, I would slap somebody. Slapping's better. 
oh, it's so degrading to it, be fucking slapped. slapped. The, yeah, the <laughs> open hand. Oh, yeah. And I wouldn't even back. It would just be a full, like, pop. I feel like it, it feels better, too. Like, the sensation of slapping. Yeah, I can imagine, because you're just clapping your hand. Yeah. Like, in also, punching hurts. Yeah. It is. The, the hand is a sensor. It's not a strong bone. Yes. The hand bone is the, not. The hand, as I recall, it's connected <laughs> to the arm bone. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, Just want to follow the logic here. Yeah, from, from all our doctor Yeah, classes. and you know what? I can honestly say there's probably, well, okay, Nathan, obviously, because we just read a story. But, like, other than yeah. that, no one else is throwing fun. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, I'm willing to bet you haven't fought a lot. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That feels like a weird... Maybe, you know what? Maybe some of you are fighters. I just can't imagine the same, the Venn diagram, people who listen to podcasts and the people who physically fight other people <laughs> yeah, it does. having a big middle. That's... Probably a sliver. That's fair. I, I want to give our listeners credit, but I don't know if it's credit saying... Yeah, I, like, it might be cool if there's a bunch of people who fight who listen to this Look, show. Uh, but we are not... We, again, yeah. we're anti-violence. We're anti... Famously. We're, yes. Um... If you are like an MMA trainer or doing it as like a fitness thing. Oh, call us. Call, call be, us? Yeah, yeah, call us get on the hotline, yeah. 1-800-RUFF-STUFF. We're, we're tr- <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get in a ring. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, <sighs> or tweet at us. Which that's is, safer. Yes. For us. Which is where I'm reading some of these stories from. On Twitter.com. What Twitter, a plug. Twitter.gov. <laughs> Twitter.gov. Just, this is just a plug for Twitter. Uh, the free website. Uh, they don't need it. And no. honestly, if you're not on yet, don't. <laughs> like, you've missed the boat. It's fine. Just go to yeah. BuzzFeed every day and they post what you missed the day before. Yeah. You're not missing much don't. anyway. Yeah, it's... Alrighty. Um, so this comes to us from Matt. Uh, he says, I went to a Harry Potter book release wherein oh. people wore costumes and he went dressed as a Jedi, complete with a lightsaber. I walked around pretending I wasn't horribly out of place. 19 was an age, huh? 19. 19. 19. But I wonder, was that like a prank thing? or did I think you it did just, to like, be like funny. Yeah, because I was once dared for like $32. Not enough money, but. I, I didn't know that dares had a fiscal transaction Oh, involved. when you make them with me. <laughs> I'm a gambler. Um, oh, we know. I was bet to uh, dress up on the premiere of. I think Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part one. So it was a big one. Oh, yeah. Uh, on that premiere, I was, I guess, dared or a, a bet. I don't, I don't know. Wagered to uh, <laughs> go, go to the theater dressed in a full Harry Potter costume and then order a ticket to Horrible Bosses. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> Which... Is one of the best pranks I think I've ever pulled. That is so funny. And I don't know why it being horrible bosses specifically. It's so funny. Like a teenage girl at the movie theater at night. At night. On like a Thursday night. When also I was like in a, like I was with a big group of people and I was the last in the group and they were all like ordering Harry Potter tickets. And I'm pretty sure the like ticket counter like already had my ticket printed out. Oh yeah. She was just like, like, sure, sure, sure. The look of confusion on that woman's face, I will <laughs> never forget. Of like, are, are you sure? Like, she does, does she think maybe there's like a crossover element between the two properties? Like, maybe it's like, like, oh, I, there's like a horrible boss is like, yeah, 
if Easter you, egg. If you watch <laughs> Horrible Bosses, but with the sound of Harry Potter, <laughs> it lines up perfectly. You know, you can put Horrible Bosses on This Is True and mute it and open up a Harry Potter book and read the book and it syncs well. Oh, wow. The timing works out perfectly. Yeah, because you're not actually watching the fucking movie. You're reading. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, at the one of the many Star Wars opening nights that I've attended. Cool, 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 uh, cool. I think it was The Last Jedi. I was at the Chinese theater. Um, the first screening was getting out. I was going to the second screening, and there was a guy there dressed in a Starfleet uniform. I was like, ha-ha. I mm. get it. Yeah. You're dressed up, so I tried to go start with me. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I almost said something because he passed me, or like give him a nod or something. But I thought I almost like, punched him. He doesn't need the yeah. attention. Yeah, he has it enough. I'm sure. Whatever. I was like, ha, like kind of acknowledge it, like ha, funny. Okay, that was Will Wheaton, who's literally in Star Trek. Because <laughs> wow. I like he it went viral the next day. He's like, Will Wheaton shows up to the Star Wars premiere dressed in his like Star Trek character, and I was like, uh, fuck. <laughs> Maybe I should have said something. That feels petty, Will Wheaton. Uh, you know what though? funny it's funny funny it's funny even before i knew he was will waiting i was like haha clever Good. but then i was like oh shit that I'm, actually was somebody from star trek i don't know i feel like it makes it worse that it was him i like it i honestly like that because right. he's like hiding in plain sight yeah what are you gonna do that's true and who's gonna pull over a star trek character also, in the star wars premiere we've talked about this literally in our last episode but the venn diagram of star trek star wars fans almost a circle i would say yes but definitely when your eyes on the prize and it's Star Wars opening night, you're not fucking paying attention to Star a jackass yeah. dressed in a Starfleet uniform. That is but surprise, true. That was Will Wheaton. It's a it's a good bit. It's a it's good very bit. Very funny. Um, Matt also says, if I can find it. Oh, um, less of a story, more personal detail. Mm-hmm. Due to years of Star Wars and Assassin's Creeds, when I wear any jacket with a hood, I'll raise and lower that hood with some dramatic flair. Oh, well, yeah, you got to. I think, yeah, you'd be wrong not to do that. Uh, in a less cool version of this, or I don't know. Cool is not the right word. But it, no, it never is. It never is. <laughs> it never is. But this there- is called Rough Stuff. We talk about, you know, are you familiar with the show? Have you listened? Uh, not once. Okay. Um, uh, the way that Martin Sheen puts on his jacket in West Wing Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're talking about Jedi. Do you understand? We're talking about like yes, cool and I'm talking video about game characters. Fake president. <laughs> I'm talking about the West Wing. He, but look it up. I encourage everyone because there is a super cut of it online. He does oh. this cool move to put on a blazer oh that my I try God. to do every single time and fail. Um, uh, so. Okay. Similarly, I sometimes have to cross my street as... Oh. You know, you do. I don't know if anyone else. Well, you look to the right and left first to make sure there are no cars. You're a real pro. Yeah. And then you just walk like quickly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. And don't stop. Good notes. So sometimes when I'm wearing like a fit, like when I have put together an ensemble that I'm like crushing it, and especially when I'm wearing heels, I think of the montage in The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, okay. Where Anne Hathaway is like getting to work and it's like all the different, her like, new outfits that she is like Stanley Tucci's put together yeah, for her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a montage. I know exactly what you're talking like, about. Like I li- it's like I live that montage. Yeah. Oh, I th- I thought you were going to say um the montage in Parent Trap. Uh also applicable. Honestly. You know what I'm talking about, yes, right? Yes, of course. Uh yeah, when uh the 
the American Lindsay Lohan goes to England yes. and is spending time with her fashion mother, designer mom, yeah. with her fashion designer mom, and they like do the Abbey Road walk. Yes, and their cool outfits. Yes, that's what I think. Of. Okay, idea. Uh huh. When we hit, God willing, like a hundred episodes. All right. You don't have pierced ears. No, I do not. I don't have pierced ears. Oh, let's parrot trap yeah. <laughs> pierce our ears like a camp. Yeah. Well, uh, that will be a video episode of Rough Stuff, and there will be blood. <laughs> oh, my God. And there will be, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? <laughs> and also, probably a couple beers. Uh, yeah. A handful of beer, maybe. Also, this is a little, I feel like, embarrassing thing about my character. Part of the reason I've never been interested in piercing my ears, other than, like, I've made it this far and I really don't care. Yeah. The idea of having to pick out one more, like any accessory, um, the idea of having to pick out any accessory, uh, much less, you know, one more on my body every day, fills me with so much anxiety Yeah, that I cannot handle the idea of like, I have to pick uh, earrings. I don't know. I, I don't have a taste in earrings. I've never developed no. that. If, if I put on a necklace, that is like as far as I go, it's like, yeah. I should put an, a necklace with yes. this. Yeah. That is it. Yeah, I don't... I, you, know, you know what's an insane piece of jewelry that I used to really be interested in, but now it's like, this is insane to me? The toe ring. Okay. <laughs> I was... <laughs> okay, Florida. I was going <laughs> to say toe ring. That makes perfect sense to me because yeah. I have a foot fetish. Of course. Famously. Um, my Twitter is SK underscore Griffith. Send, send me... Send her those feet. <laughs> feet photos. Jesus Christ. Bury um, yourself into a hole. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, I'm deactivating my Twitter after this goes live. Uh, no, the piece of jewelry that I think is absolutely fucking stupid is uh, bracelets. What why, about why watches? You want something on your wrist. That at least tells time. Okay. You want to function Hello? to it. There's like, uh, there's like a reason to wear a watch. Yeah. Like a bracelet? That's just yeah. something. Right. Why, yeah. Right. Why, your fucking. Yeah. That just that because a necklace would like accentuate an outfit. Yeah, and like especially or, on your décolletage, you know. Uh huh. Sometimes you need a little something. Right. So it, it men pops aren't the outfit. Looking like, square at your boobs. Yeah. I also um, I don't like my hands. This is a little insecurity about myself. <laughs> I don't like my hands. So anything that is going to draw attention to my hands. I'm, I'm staring I'm trying, away from I'm him. looking at you so hard in the eye, so I don't look at your hands right now because the they put them down. They're just... <laughs> Stop it. You're like Ricky Bobby. Yeah, I'm just raising my hands at Sarah. This is a good bit for an audio format. Oh, yeah. I know every... I mean, wait, shit. Can people not see this? Oh, no. They have no idea what we look like. I'm going to take my pants off. Fuck. Please do not. <laughs> <laughs> not in my apartment. <laughs> yep. Okay, well, we got another story from our friend Christy. Uh, shout out to Christy. Yeah. This is a, a mutual friend of Sarah and I. A mutual friend, a personal friend, a friend that we both have. Okay, this is from Christy. This is a friend of ours. Friend of the show, friend, friend of real life. Yes. Uh, one time in high school, I was walking behind my crush upstairs, and in front of everyone in the crowded staircase, I tripped and grabbed onto his butt so I wouldn't fall on my face. He was mortified. I was mortified. <laughs> that is, just went for the full Tina Beltru butt grab. All the way. I just want to say that I, what I appreciate about that is that it's written like the embarrassing stories I used to read in Seventeen magazine and oh, like Teen yeah. People and stuff. The inspiration for this podcast. Oh, 100%. I thought that getting your period in public would be more of an issue. 
I mean, it happens, but like, I feel yeah. like every month I would just read about how white pants were ruined. It's, it's it, honestly the reason why I really don't wear white pants. I don't think anybody really wears white pants. <laughs> no, come on, people in the East Coast, like Hamptons. Yeah. They have to, by law. They, they're not allowed to live in that zip code. That is fair. It was a problem... I feel like more in in middle school or like early period sure. days where you just like really didn't know when your ti- your body's timing with that. Yeah. And like or it- me right now where it's like, oh, I don't know. I guess I should have one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe I'm going to do one this month. Maybe not. But it's not. But the butt grab. Let's talk about. That's good. The, that is. Um, I think so- that's very forward though. You know, no better way to, to say yeah. I have a crush on you quite like. I fell and grabbed your butt. I'm falling and I'm yeah. just grabbing your butt. I am interested in a part two of this story of uh, them falling in love slowly after that butt grab. This the is t- my rom-coms back. Yeah, this uh, is, I'm, I'm buying the rights from the story of the story. Yeah. Yes. I think we can and develop this. What, what's the, what is from, but well, like from, from, butt from, butt to from, fr- front. <laughs> That's that's a different kind of movie. That is the porn parody of, of the romantic of comedy that we you know, are gonna send make. us your pitches for our, our dear friend's movie. Yes, based around her falling in love and photos yeah. of your feet. <laughs> these, are the, so. these are the two things I'm asking. Yeah, <laughs> this is we this need title one. ideas mostly for this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like this idea. I, I wish like, he would have like if he was really cool. If he was worth having a crush on, he'd turn around and be like, "Yeah, hey. <laughs> you grab Funny. my butt." Funny you, you Good just bit. grab my butt. Like also, that. yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it was like a full, was it like a full grab to save? I literally am picturing or just like, like kind of like a wipe, which yeah. is somehow worse. Yeah. Than like, oh, yeah. just like grabbed a, a hip. Like a caress. Yeah, yeah. just kind of like a like open palm, just like wipe down of somebody's flat ass. Yeah. Because I mean, this also, was probably yeah. a middle school if we're talking a, about. Also, yeah, if it's a full grab, you also probably made him fall. Yes. Uh, which, you know, then, then the crush goes real poorly. So it has yes. to be a wipe. It has to be a gentle wipe. And that is the key yeah, no, to I, your crush's heart. Yeah, I'm just heart. literally picturing just like a... <laughs> yeah. Foom. I do remember once falling on the stairs in like early high school. I like tripped and like fell down a stair. It wasn't that dramatic. <laughs> but the person at the bottom of the stairs who pointed and laughed at me like a cartoon villain was on crutches. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget the irony. I was like, you don't get to laugh at me, yeah. sir. Yeah. I, when I got stitches, uh, so I was like w- sitting in the lobby of the, the lobby, the waiting area of the hospital, yeah. the lobby. Um, and it took me like 12 hours for them to see me. Cause like, it was just like a cut and stitches. So my mom, you were like, bleeding that whole time. Well, no, like we had stopped it, but I did oh, have yeah. like a gash on my leg. Yeah. So we put a butterfly bandage over it and it did look kind of like fucking crazy. Cause it was like pussy and bloody. Uh, like it was just uh, not a good scene. Yeah. And a kid in a wheelchair made a face at me. It was like, ugh. I was like, okay. Yeah. We're, we're both at the hospital. Yeah. You not- probably have some fucking crazy shit going on too. <laughs> You're not better than me. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, when I got stitches, I fell on the basketball court and I was bleeding out of my chin quite a bit. Oh, you had it on your chin? I had it on my chin. And Ooh, okay. Harrison Ford with the chin yeah, scar. I feel like that's the most common, but I was bleeding a lot and it obviously was coming out of my face, so I couldn't see how bad it was. Right. Um, and my brother rides by in his bike 
And I knew, like, I knew it couldn't have been good. And I was just like, Josh, and tried to stop him and wave him down. And he just looks at me and goes, ew. And then rides away. (laughs) Ew. Yeah. He just was like grossed out, rode away, told no one. I then like borrowed someone's cell phone to call my parents and was like, mom, dad, I'm on the basketball court. I'm bleeding a lot. A story that they've heard a million times at this point in their lives. And they were like, okay, we'll get down there when we get down there. Uh, Because this is like our neighborhood little basketball court. Yeah. And they mosey their way down. Which was across the street. They could have come a lot faster. <laughs> like they finished their drink, they put yeah. out their cigarettes. I was like, yeah, "All right, like, do we'll, you want to go?" Like we'll get there again. Uh, and then I, my mom gets out of their car, looks at me. First, her face is annoyed, and then sees what's happening, and then immediate tears. I've oh. never seen someone go from like zero to tears. Yeah, quite this fast. Yeah, and, like I was like, I was fine. I couldn't feel anything. Because uh, a muscle had come out of my chin. Um, mm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's a trip to the hospital. Yeah. Most definitely a trip uh, to the hospital. So I was like, I was fine, couldn't feel it, and then saw my mom immediately cry, and then my I immediately started crying. Yeah, not a good sight. And then my dad just like scoops both of us up and like puts us in the car. <laughs> Get in. My mom, oddly enough, did not cry, though she is prone to cry. I just remember her reaction looking at my leg and being like, huh? We got to get stitches. <laughs> it was just very like, well, that's not going to be a Band-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> we need to sew you up. That's a little more. Yeah. Every kid goes through uh, a stitch. A, I don't st- think- a stitch or two. A you, st- I feel like you must. Yeah. It, it's what it really builds your character. Yeah. Like, I've never broken. I broke my pinky bone. Mm. But, like, other than that, my pinky bone connected to my hand bone. Mm. Just as a refresher. Yes. Okay. Thank uh, you. But, yeah. Stitches, though, I feel like is a rite of passage. Yeah. You're not cool. Don't have pierced ears. Have had stitches. Have had stitches. So. There you go. Pretty well, cool. Well, speaking of my youth, I have brought Ooh. an artifact of my life. I have a diary with me that I have kept from 2002 to 2018. I finished this diary last Christmas. Um, filled every single page. Oh, wow. Oh, it's adorable. I wanted you to see it. Kind of a first impression here. Yeah. What we're looking at is a Hallmark Stories brand diary. There used to be a lock. I don't have it. Yeah. I have written the Sarah Bible. The Sarah Bible. And literally in the middle of this diary, there is two sheets that just say the New Testament. And the first sheets (laughs) say the Old Testament. So you start at Genesis. (laughs) So first, God created the universe. Yeah. Um, No, I I was a church kid. I I don't like want to say that because I wasn't like a church kid. I wasn't like righteous gemstones, but like I was in the youth group in middle school. Like I liked it was like a community thing. Yeah, and like I'm a Methodist, so our church is pretty easy. We just like all sit down and we're like, hey, everyone, like be nice to one another. And then like here's a funny story about something that happened to me in a grocery store. Yeah, there are sorry to distract. There are stickers on this. There um, are stickers of of like stick figures doing yoga and and dancing and moving. Oh, they're dancing. Uh, There's also stickers of cocktails. (laughs) There's stickers of cocktails. And And these are, I put on, I'm not joking, like in elementary school, this is like third, second grade. And there are cocktails. There are cocktails. And then what looks to be like a sticker of the Jefferson. (laughs) It's the Jefferson Memorial. (laughs) And the Lincoln Memorial. Yes. 
Um, I'm ner- I don't. I'm not going to open it. I cannot have any of else touching this diary. But um, yes, on the cover, there's like a Bloody Mary. Yeah. And then like what looks to be like a daiquiri if a daiquiri was created in PowerPoint. Yes. This makes more. I'll post post photos so like you could have a visual. You can see. Yeah. I like there's. I'm just upset there's no like Sarah's diary keep out. No. I mean. It's just a new. I think I do better than this. Um, But. Yeah. And then I have a bunch of shit. I was like. Yes, the Old Testament, the gospel according to Sarah is how this starts. You uh, really aimed high for yourself and your own diary. Well, I think I did that to be funny, to give myself some credit. <laughs> like, I wasn't actually... What, like... what age were you when you were spitting this joke? Okay, well, let's see. The very first entry is dated 2002. Oh. So, fuck. Oh, shit, I have to do math. Fuck me. What's 17? I, 20, I was 10. Yeah, that sounds right. 10. I say this and a tumbleweed might have okay, rolled through my head. Okay, it's 2019. This is my math. It's 2019 mm-hmm. and I'm 27. Mm-hmm. 17 years ago. Four score. So tw- tw- 17 minus 27 is 10. Uh, let us know in the comments. <laughs> 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 Fucking email us. <laughs> Rustapod at gmail.com. You were saying numbers to me and I am not computing them at all because I want to leave you alone in this. Yes. So I, um, when there, there's a lot, actually like the first few entries are kind of like bullshit. And then like, yeah. as it gets old, as I get older, like you get entries become more like It is serious. fun to see you just flip through the pages oh, yeah, and seeing your handwriting, handwriting changing. Devolve. Cause I'm flipping. And like, I wise up and I was Wait, like, I need to use pen. I'm sorry. You flipped real quickly and it looked like there was one page that just said the new Testament. Yes. So there, As there I are said, chapter, you made chapters. Yes, I have an Old Testament and then I have a New Testament. And as I was like, I was like close to being an adult by the time I got to the New Testament. Let's okay. see, the New Testament and then the very next entry says, oh, it's the middle of an entry, sorry. This was, I hit the New Testament in 2006. It's very close to being adult. I think so we were like that's like well. teenager that knows better. And so yeah. I was writing this entry, and then I turned the page, and it was like my little kid hitting me like, the New Testament. I was like, oh, fuck Now me. you're a grown-up. Um, yeah, so I, so I um, read these book series. You probably read these two. And they weren't from, like, American Girl. But it was similar in that it was historical fiction, and they were diaries, fictional diaries. Okay. And they take place during, like, historical moments. So it's yeah. like... This is what it was like to live during the Dust Bowl okay. and blah, blah, blah. And, and you were like, this is what it's like and so, yeah, early so 2000s. That was like my impression of writing a diary. Okay. And then also like this starts off with like 9-11 and the Iraq War. So I literally did feel like, oh, I am like New- writing a diary. Like this, just like the books I'm reading. Right. Um, actually, so this will be published. Yes. Uh, actually, I do remember, I, I literally thought about this this morning and then I pieced it together how fucking insane this is. <laughs> I was really into, my favorite one was about this British girl in World War II talking about the raids and like all of the drills she had to go through right. and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow, I cannot believe when I was a kid, I was really into reading the fictional like British account of World War II in a fake diary when there's a real diary that was written during World <laughs> War II that has so much more cultural significance yeah. uh-huh. and is so much more important to read. But I was like, oh, the fake British girl... <laughs> Trouble! Oh no, the Anglo-Saxons are being bombed. How I mean, terrible! Look, it wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't great, 
Because uh, I was like, I was like, well, I, need, to I need to, I need to say that so you yeah. get an idea of like the voice that I'm writing this with. No, and that in mind. I mean, and then I realized like, oh my god, why didn't I just? Why did a teacher yeah. be like, I see you like reading these fake diaries. Here's a real diary. Well, because when you started this sentence of like, I read diaries and then historical diaries i was like yes of course we've all read that one Uh, i don't know what different we're familiar no mine was like some fake girl named like samantha paddington or whatever samantha paddington i wish oh my god that would be such a better book yeah yes but um let's read from the the old testament i'm going in blind by the way you're going okay um, yeah, because if you don't mind sharing some entries, I never kept a diary, so I am I cur- free from I this burden. I keep a diary, yeah. although now it's like, back, like when I first started writing, and you'll hear it in this entry, it's like, today I went to school, and in math class, right. blah, blah, blah. and now it's like, I've been thinking a lot about where I want my life to go the next three months. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, definitely a different tone of diary. Um, okay, this is yeah. from Saturday, October 11th. No, 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 actually, we're going to start here Sunday, May 30th, two thousand. Four, I think is what this says. 2004. It starts with holy cheese and rice. Holy cheese and rice. I am so not good at symbol keeping up with stuff like this. Shoot. Well, really beating yourself up. So I really, oh, so many entries when I'm younger. I'm like, literally one entry starts with, I really suck dick at writing in my diary. (laughs) 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 Which is how I still think, like, God, I really suck dick at math. Oh my god! Wow. And then also, like, I, I'm, I'm like, yes, I'm bad at writing in my diary, but then I'll censor myself. I won't say shit, so I won't shoot instead. I'm really bad at keeping up. Yeah, with the I shoot. mean, holy cheese and rice. I'm too lazy to write. I hope I'll get summer writing time, but every time I say that, I lose the diary. Oh well. Well, I found it. In December, I got braces. We'll go to New York this June. <laughs> and two. Oh wait, sorry. It's hard to read what I'm saying. And two words, metal detectors. Crap, this totally sucks. What, <laughs> what was I trying to take to New York? Are you, yeah, what were you trying to sneak think, into I New York? I think it's 04. I'm still in post 9 11 panic and thinking yeah. like I'm entering World War II because I'm reading but this. But metal diary. detectors is what you were afraid of. I was like, they're going to get me. <laughs> That's, I think you had a misunderstanding. The balloon I swallowed, though, made it through just fine. That's great. But the metal detectors. Uh, I, yeah. I think I was like afraid that TSA was going to be really intense flying to New York. Okay. I get that. Yeah. I mean. I don't know if you remember or not, but. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I've never forgotten. Never forget. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this totally sucks. I've emailed about a thousand people today. For what? <laughs> You had very important business. What was I emailing people about? I used to email friends to like go online to IM, like make appointments to IM. We would email each other. Like that was how we communicate with one another. Yeah. On the dial up internet while my mom was sitting on the computer with me. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So I emailed about a thousand people today. I put my, (laughs) you know what? Context without this, me saying I've emailed about a thousand people today does sound like something I would say now. Now, Yeah, but it doesn't make sense in 2004. (laughs) I put my name and address on blah, blah, blah on every single one. Why? I just emailed a thousand people my name and address. Well, that's, I think also they were teaching us like in those to write emails like you would formal letters. Yes. Um, my hand hurts so badly. This is me now meta writing about 
the right. problem of writing this diary. And I will say this is a common theme in multiple diary you entries. You have carpal tunnel? Including like my last one, I write like, I need to get a new diary, but definitely I need to have a bigger one. Because like, well, I mean, look at how my hand fits on this oh, page. Okay. It is a because small book. Because this is clearly for fucking children. Yes. But I have written in it for... Well, when you were a child, but... Years. Well, I've kept it. Um... I got an awesomely bad sunburn on my neck and back. So Nothing's it hurts changed. when I lay down on my side. <laughs> oh, when we go to NYC, I want to buy bootlegs in Chinatown of Harry Potter and the Prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> just writing your crimes down on the diary like you're afraid to go through a metal detector. You know just say? I have read these entries before. Like sometimes I reread my diary. But having to say this out loud is, is so bad. I like that... <laughs> You have, what is the trait of thought? I'm just writing stream of consciousness. You truly are writing like <laughs> if Ernest Hemingway was a beatnik. Because there's like, it's so to the point. If it was formatted differently and I was also drinking scotch, this would make so much more sense. It, yeah, your sentences are five words and yes. they bounce wildly from topic but to topic. But then I get to my logic. So I will backstory in fifth grade, a group of people did go to New York like as a class trip. Okay. And when my friends got back, they had all bought fake, like the shitty DVDs DVD, yeah. that you, of people back, like, back yeah. in this day, you had to fucking buy a physical copy. Right, you yeah. And just it's one, two, three movies dot Russia dot AU. Yeah. And find some shit. No. No, it's someone with a camcorder in a theater. And, and like, by people the way, get up and walk the copy it. of Prisoner of Asking we have that is bootlegged. Someone is coughing in the theater while someone yeah. is recording on this. Oh, I've had camcorder. Yeah. My apologies to J.K. Rowling and Warner Brothers. Sorry, I will give you the money sometime else. All You've right. gotten enough of my money. Exactly. <laughs> get tickets to new Star Wars, though? Oh. What? No, I'm kidding. What, um, is, what is Star Wars? Yeah, can you explain it? Oh, um, it's a movie. Okay. That's all I, you need to know. That's it. Um, so since it comes out in theaters June 4th and we leave the 11th, I figured they would have them. <laughs> wow. I'm planning it. Logical. Hey. The metal detectors, nervous. Buying an illegal <laughs> DVD, DVD in Chinatown. street as a, what, as a 10-year-old? <laughs> My mom was with me, come on. Yeah, you weren't, well, yeah. You weren't Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> I was at home alone, <laughs> no, too. Yeah. Uh, I figured, oh, so this is uh, what I call a catch-up sheet. And I don't know why I was concerned that I would, I don't know, one day forget who I was at these times. <laughs> you saw the Bourne movies? And... I, get, I don't know. But I'm actually glad I did do this because this is really a glimpse into, this is the very first catch-up sheet, by the way. So this sheet determines the format for every single time I do this later in the diary, which is like four or five more times. Do you times. still do that to this day? I actually did it recently as a lark. And it's so funny because the criteria that I have yeah. as what I'm catching up with is like so out of date. Yeah. Um, so name, Sarah Catherine Griffith. <laughs> Check. Check. Got it. Age, 11. Cool. Address, my home address and my home phone number. I'm not going to say that. Yeah. Uh, and then I have our email address at sarahanna at ev1.net. <laughs> so... I mean, um, good for you for having a Sarah Hannah one. So you and your sister shared email. Yes. Uh, so this is confusing. I say favorite food, any animal. Oh, so boy. So I guess I mean meat. Yeah. Wow. But keep that in mind because this comes up later. <laughs> favorite show, SpongeBob, comma, Simpsons. <laughs> Fair. Fair. 
Honestly, respect That's that. That's an 11-year-old answer, I think. The, that uh, tracks. Okay, so remember how I said favorite food was any animal? Mm-hmm. Then I said favorite animal, all of them. Oh, boy. Except spiders. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll eat every animal. I love every animal. You eat and probably wouldn't eat a spider either. No. Uh, not on purpose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> favorite game? Monopoly. And then in parentheses, I put three dollar signs down because I'm all about the, the fucking money. Benjamin's baby. I'm all about that pink paper, baby. Give me the bank. Yeah. Favorite sport? Football and soccer. Duh. Why duh, duh. to soccer? Yeah. Football, duh. I still love football. That's still my favorite sport. Yeah. Why duh to soccer? I... This I don't super- remember playing soccer as a kid. Genuinely, I have no memory of playing a soccer game. Soccer is like a sport that is so pushed on you as a youth. and As a young woman, especially. Especially, and then never again in your life. And then we neglect it. And now, like, actually, women's soccer fucking bangs.com. Yeah. It is so good. Uh, school. Soon to be Sydney Linear Middle School. So I guess I'm, like, graduating fifth yeah. grade. And then I list my friends. Oh. EP, Lauren, Jacqueline, Bianca, Veronica, Selena. Ashley, Mary, <laughs> Ava, should I continue? Kaylee, uh, Meredith, et cetera. Et cetera. Ooh, and then I name who's a bunch. in the et cetera column? Oh, there's like three more columns. And yeah. it's like literally Dave, Connor, Zach, Zach, Nick, Nick, John, Britt, Bradford, Leo, Paul. It's everyone in my fifth grade class. Yeah. And then I end with, and lots more. And lots more. Because, you know, I'm all about having Listing fun. Listing your friends is a little sociopathic. Then but. I said, phew. Oh, by the way, I babysit and draw comics. And then I drew some. Oh. <laughs> In the diary, we gotta post these. There, this is a baby with shit. <laughs> it's a baby with poop in its diaper. Oh my god! Which, I'm... unless you explained that to me, I could not tell. I had an idea a few years ago of like publishing some of these pages and making like an art gallery of it, but it, like kind of like as um, a joke. I could not stand in front of this. <laughs> no, I have a hard time even showing you these fucking. No, drawings. because there are ten year olds who are like, you're like, oh yeah, you are gonna be a good artist, like you can tell. This is not, uh, you are not a prodigy. Right, right. I hate to tell you. Okay, I marked this earlier, but I do have another entry I do want to visit just briefly, only because I'm so proud of myself. Yeah. This is just going to take me a second. Jesus yeah. Christ. There's... I am so glad I never kept a diary. Oh. No, and I'm, I take that back. I'm not. I wish I could uh, get in her head again. Yes. Okay, so I am... So, this is a great example of uh, me. Uh, Sunday, October 17th, 2004. How do you time? Uh, we're like 45 minutes in. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I am so over HP and DR. What does that stand for? Thanks for asking. Harry- HP is Harry Potter. I don't know why in 2004 I was over Harry Potter. Uh, I can't speak to what that means. Wait, did, I'm, I'm sorry, this is going to sound really stupid. When you said, what does that mean? Thanks for asking. Is that something that is written in your diary? No, but that does sound that, like okay, something. <laughs> that I, is exactly. I'm, I'm starting to understand the exactly. format. Uh, uh, okay, I'm so over HP. Again, I literally, what is going through my head? There yeah. was not a single second of my childhood that I was not super into Harry Potter. And DR, a little more confusing. Not sure what that is. That's going to remain a mystery. Yeah, can't. You know what? You got it. This is one. This is Prisoner of Azkaban. I had a big old crush on Daniel Radcliffe. And Harry Daniel, Potter and oh, Daniel Radcliffe. So you're mad at? Jokes on me though. I still have a crush on Daniel Radcliffe. I love that fucking little weirdo. 
Oh my god, that that's my weirdo. That is my. I invested you're, in this childhood crush. He's my and, first one. And you're going to see it through. Oh, to, to the bitter end. Yeah. Uh, I'm also over Donald Trump. <laughs> so woke. You're ahead of your time. I have talked about this before, I think, that I used to really love The Apprentice. Yeah. And I have Apprentice guilt about like Survivor's guilt oh, about Oh, I it. definitely, yeah. I thought Donald Trump was so fucking funny. Oh, he was hilarious. So funny. Uh, so, but in 2004, I said, I am also over Donald Trump. He fired Bradford on The Apprentice. That bastard. Burn in hell. Literally burn in hell. Uh, I'm saying this about Donald Trump in 2004. Wow. I have been saying this all these years. Why was nobody right? listening? Hillary was right. Fucking Sarah was right. How about that? Uh, so, on a lighter note, I saw the Siegfried and Roy, the miracle interview <laughs> with Maria Shriver. And it was so cool. Roy Horn was dead for three whole minutes. Can you imagine? So now, <laughs> and this is again 2004. So now I'm addicted to the two gay Vegas performers. Oh, well, well, uh, addicted to the two gay. <laughs> who knew these magicians and 63 animals were fun to chill out with? <laughs> My friends, you've been chilling Siegfried out. and Roy. Uh, also, they have a great show called Father of the Pride. It was an animated show on NBC. I think they aired four episodes. Great before show. Before it was just unceremoniously axed. It's on Hulu, I think, to watch. I caught it on Netflix. And I was like, oh, my God. And I watched the first three minutes of an episode and thought, oh, I had bad taste. Never mind. Yeah. Um, there are shows that I watched during that period of time where I think about those and have to, like, call my parents and, like, was that a fever dream or did I watch that show? And they're yeah. like, no. And then no, I, dinosaurs was real. So I said, it's hilarious, genius, gay. I'm quoting the producers, by the way, <laughs> when they're, t- when they're per- like pitching uh, Springtime yeah. for Hitler. It's hilarious. It's genius. It's gay. Uh, so in 2004, just to recap. Reference like, on reference on reference. <laughs> your thoughts are not your own, Sarah. <laughs> I am manufactured by pop culture. <laughs> Completely. Because <laughs> this is an entire diary entry that's about TV and what, what happened on TV that yeah. week. So for 2004, over Harry Potter and Daniel Radcliffe, things that a child should be really into. Yeah. I, but then also, fuck Donald Trump. Love Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. This is the Entertainment Weekly bullseye. <laughs> You're moving on. And Siegfried and Roy are dead center. So then I recapped <laughs> the mystery trip that I went on. So in youth group, in our Christian youth group, we would go on what's called a mystery trip. And the parents would be tipped off like where the kids are going, but the kids wouldn't. So it was actually oh, really fun. That's fun. It was, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, arrive at Corpus Christi, Holiday Inn, Friday. <laughs> we arrive at 12.06 <laughs> in oh, wow. the morning. Detailed. Yes. I'm hyped on sugar razzies and pop rocks. Wow. And cocaine. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh. Uh, sleep with Allie, Alyssa, and Julia. I think just mean like in the room, but yeah. given that I just said I'm hopped up on cocaine, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You're partying. Uh, watch Futurama until 2 a.m. <laughs> Ooh, what a night. Saturday. Wake up and head to the beach. Wake up, hungover. <laughs> Wake up, drank. <laughs> uh, we wave ride and body surf. After that, we went to the mall. I bought candy, a book, and almost bought a shirt, but had to leave. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> By the way, reminder, my recap of The Apprentice and the interview on Dateline with Maria Shriver, very in-depth. Yeah. Things that actually happened to me. <laughs> Do you know? Sentences. Blips. Bullet points. Yeah. <laughs> Best. Blips, yeah. Uh, went to the Texas State Aquarium and spent the night 
on the famous USS Lexington. They told really scary ghost stories. Their boat is famous for Charlie, a.k.a. the Blue Ghost. Went to bed at 11.30, underlined. Reminder, I went to bed at 2 a.m. the other yeah, night. Yeah, but you're very but stoked at 11.30. And then Astros win. It's October. It's 2004. It is our very first World Series appearance. Oh. Yes. There's, a- there's quite a lot of... A lot of entries in this diary, like, across the board, end in, like, go Astros, go Rockets, go Texans. Oh, that's cute. Sunday. Today. Wake up at a grueling 645. Ugh. I literally said, ugh. Ugh. Remember, I went to bed at 1130. Yeah, no, you were partying. That's too early. Left ship and came to Houston to find another win for the Strohs. Go Astros. <laughs> and then I drew the, our logo at the time. <laughs> at there's the bottom so, of the There's paper. something so sweet about that, because I feel like writing a diary is something that is like such i feel like that's pushed on girls more than it is on boys yes absolutely this is this is very a feminine activity i think yeah uh, writing about your feelings forget it yeah forget it should do it i feel like it would help them honestly if we've learned anything from this entry and we will we will have future episodes where we meet more of this diary because uh, it is full to the fucking brim. Yeah, room. yeah, I, I think you need to go through that and tally some more because your stream of consciousness is a... Uh, but don't you hear my distinct author's voice? I mean, truly, what a precocious I child mean, I was. Your author's voice is that of echoing what you thought of pop culture. It's <laughs> Okay, I'm not talking about the content. I'm talking about the way in which I'm writing. Oh, yeah, I mean... Because the- I write similarly now. In five word sentences. In like, just unlike my tweets. My one. tweets like also are like yeah. this. Because I now match. tweet yeah. that I want Donald Trump to burn in hell. Yeah. <laughs> and I call him a bastard. <laughs> and then also the Siegfried and Roy Twitter account. It's fan Twitter I'm basically account that you live tweeting, but in a diary. In a diary. Yeah. I had one that locked with like a voice password. I did see those advertised. Yes. And I got that one year, and then I remember I forgot the voice password and was locked out of my own diary, and that was kind of the end of my journaling yeah. uh, career. Which, Surely you can take a hammer to that now. Like, Oh, I mean... You can get into that. I can get into it. It's long gone. Uh, mm. But I did also have this... Th- it was like a composition book that your friends filled out about themselves and then about how they felt about you. So like a nice burn book? Yes. A, a friendship burn book. Okay. Um, and that was chock full of weird stuff that, oh man, I wish my family moved a lot. So all these know, weird things are gone. You uh, got to find, you got to find these diaries, gotta, man. Yeah, I'll because, be happy to read some more to a certain point. After like 2011, uh, you don't need to read this. No. Shit. Uh, yeah. It, it stops being cute. Uh, no. And then it starts being like, oh. A young woman doesn't know who she is anymore <laughs> yes. as she explores her life. Right. It get, yeah, it gets a little dark. It's definitely better in 2004 right. when I'm just <laughs> writing about the fucking apprentice. But I do remember that episode, and it pissed me off so fucking much. Oh, my God. Ugh, I, I and mean, that's when I was done with Donald Trump. I make fun of you, but I was also raised in front of the TV, so it was probably very similar. Were, were uh, your favorite shows SpongeBob, comma, Simpsons? Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. I just like how I put that. I mean, saved it. We know. We I don't know. even say square pants. I don't even say the Simpsons. SpongeBob, comma. Simpsons. Yeah, I mean the the, the your uh, lack of prepositions were not what threw me off. Yeah, I uh, gotta. So diary, yes. I also gotta get into my old email. 
if oh. ev1.net is still a server I could access. If you can access, yeah. I might need to go to a library for that one. I've burnt most of the records of my childhood. This is the only artifact we have is my weird memory, very specific memories <laughs> of the weird shit I do that I still think about well, every now night. now you're like rebuilding your memories through yes. this show. Now there's an audio right. reminder of your past. We're manufacturing a nine-year-old Bridget. Great. Um, actually happened. I was a very embarrassing, weird little child, as we all were. <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's why, why we've I'm... come here today. Yes. Um, but thank you guys all for joining us on this, like, weird wormhole of an episode. We talked a little about your stories, a little bit about Sarah's diary. Uh, and thank you all again so much for your submissions and sharing with us. Yes. Uh, again, we are looking for pitches for our rom-com about butt-touching. Yes. Uh, appropriate butt touching, fun yes. butt touching. Oh, yeah, I, like tripping and falling. Yes, but yeah. And I am looking for photos of feet. So send those her way. <laughs> and also, we mentioned it earlier in the podcast, but we love doing these mailbag episodes. So our emails uh, at do you uh, know it? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's rough stuff pod pod at, at gmail dot com. Uh, always open. So's our Twitter, rough stuff pod. Instagram, Rough Stuff Pod. Always feel free to send us in your moments because they make us feel better about ours. And hopefully we make you feel better about yours by laughing at you. That's my hope. I'm not doing it to bully. Well, happy holidays, everybody. Happy New Year. I don't know. Maybe this will come out like in March of 2020. Who knows? In which case, happy St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) Yeah. Keep it rough, everyone. Uh, no, we're not going to start signing off <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Abe. Swame. I'm so sorry. Cut this whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs>